Welcome to the Prophecy Club. And before I get into today's topic, which is going to be the nine deceptions that the beast is going to throw at Christians, especially trying to get them to take the mark of the beast. But before we go there, a couple of things I want to say. I watched the State of the Union address last night, and I must say when I saw Nancy Pelosi stand up, lift up President Trump's speech and tear it in half, hold it up and openly tear it right behind his back. To me, I think that that is one of the most insulting things that she could have done. But when that's their heart, when their heart is filled with such hate, I think that tells us whose side they're on. For her to do that, in my opinion, is tantamount to openly spitting in his face. Now, yes, I know that she could possibly think that he snubbed her handshake. Well, first of all, I've watched that part about three times, and it's not exactly totally clear that he even saw her hand. I mean, after all, he didn't shake Vice President Pence's hand. And so it's very possible that he simply handed it to her and didn't notice she was trying to shake his hand. But even if he wasn't offering to shake her hand, well, why should he? I mean, she had just spent the last three months trying to impeach him to get him out of office for really nothing, in my opinion. So even if he didn't shake her hand, I don't know that that was necessarily a bad thing. But out of courtesy, if he saw her hand, I would have, if, I, if it were me, and I would think that if it were most Christians, he would have shook her hand. My guess is, we'll probably hear it in the news coming up before long. I'm sure it'll come up with some interview with him. But my guess is, he didn't see her hand. But even if he did see her hand and turned away, uh, obviously he certainly had reason. But my opinion, that did not give her call to stand up, lift up his speech, and tear it in half. I think that that is so insulting. That is so hate-filled. That, I mean, her heart is full of hate, full of anger, and I think that that's a pretty good demonstration of how people that haven't found the love of Jesus, that's what's in their heart. They have the heart of the devil. Okay, so enough said. Let's move on to a topic. So in yesterday's radio broadcast... What I'm doing is reading through selected segments of my new book, Miss the Mark. Why? Well, yes, obviously, I'd like you to get a copy. And obviously, yes, I'd like that to help our ministry, which it just happens to be <laughs> needing your help right now. But even more than that, I would not price the books at such ridiculous giveaway profits. I mean, e even our staff is saying, are you sure you want to do that? I mean, we, we aren't making any money on it. Yes, I know. But in heaven, and for not only me, for our staff, but also for you folks, in heaven, it's going to count for a lot when we can put this book into people's hands, and it's going to stop them from taking the mark of the beast. So let me give you a couple of refreshers, then let's get into what I want to cover in the book today. First of all, I've asked the question several times. I think it is, and I've tested it several places with people just that don't even know what I do for a living. And I'll, as a matter of fact, I, I had a cup of coffee with a guy. I went and played racquetball this morning. He asked, uh, he said, I'm buying a cup of coffee. You want to go have a cup of coffee with me? So he said, yeah, okay, fine. So we got a cup of coffee. We sat outside the racquetball court and started talking. And guess what? The 
Conversation of <laughs> my wife says, Stan, you set these up. Well, yeah, maybe I, maybe I do, but that is what we're supposed to do. But this guy's a Christian, loved Donald Trump, and I could see it was not going to offend him at all. But nevertheless, so I finally got to the two questions. I said, so let me ask you a question. I said, if you had to tell someone the most important thing in the world, but you knew they would not believe you, would you tell them? He said, well, yeah. I said, all right, that brings us to the second question. What is the most important thing in the world? For all people, all nations, languages, for every beating heart on the globe, what is the most important information? And he sat there silent. And I said, in my opinion, I believe it is don't take the mark of the beast. He said, oh, yeah, I agree. And I said, now, six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago, I probably would have said, well, accept Jesus. Because at the time, that's what I had understood. However, having studied out the scriptures a little bit more, I've actually come to the conclusion that accepting Jesus is second. What? Oh, I know. I know it goes against everything <laughs> in my bones as a soul winner because you've got to get people to accept Jesus. Yes, well, that's obviously the best thing, but that's not the worst thing. The worst thing is taking the mark of the beast. If a person takes the mark, they do not get sold at. Now, I made an entire program on that, and yes, I continue to get emails. People don't like the fact that I'm saying you get sold at. Well, all right, here, I'll give you some quick scriptures. Just go look at Obadiah 1.16 and Matthew 10.28. Obadiah 1.16, Matthew 10.28, and it clearly, clearly says, yes, absolutely. Jesus said, fear not him that can destroy the body and not the soul. Fear him that can destroy both body and soul in hellfire. Okay, it wasn't quoted exactly right, but you go check it out. Matthew ten twenty eight. Yes, Jesus says there is soul death. All right, so that's what I recommend people do. When they get this book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, that's a very good way to hand the book to someone. Just ask them. So what would you do if you had to tell someone the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you. Second question is, what is the most important thing in the world? The answer is, don't take the mark of the beast. Then hand them the book. This book is designed to where it's skinny. It looks like it's easy to read. And it is. You can read through it probably in three hours. When they get through this book, they will never take the mark of the beast. Now, let me give you a quick refresher, and then let's get into the new material today. Yesterday, I talked about the first deception. There's actually at least nine and maybe more, but there's nine we know of. Nine deceptions the devil is going to use to trick, if it were possible, even the very elect. The first deception is what we call the archaeology deception. We believe that there will be some kind of like an earthquake or some kind of way they discover this great underground cavern or this cave. And in the cave, they're going to find some kind of artifacts. We don't know what they are, but some kind of artifacts that refute every religion on earth and point to the beast as being the true son of God or the true man-god. Now, let's go to the second one. And I'm now I, I finished reading on page, I think it was 25, so I'm jumping up a bunch of pages. We're going now to page 32. Now, let's talk about Starlink. I'm, I would like to be able to have time to, to put this all in one talk, but I can't. You're just going to have to get the book 
to get the whole picture. But when you see the whole picture, I promise you, your eyes are going to be big as silver dollars and your mouth is going to drop open because you're going to see the devil has set a plan in place so powerful. If I don't even know if I could use the word perfect because I, I hate to think that the devil could do anything perfect, but maybe I would say it this way, so nearly perfect that it will deceive almost all people. And just like the Bible says, if it were possible, even the very elect. So the next topic is Starlink. Now, before we get into this part of the book, you remember in the Terminator movie how they had Skylink. And this was all of the computers linked together. And, of course, then the whole story went to the Terminator, the man-made machines are trying to kill everybody. You know what? That's actually scary close to the real thing. So, Starlink, the new 5G Internet. There are two big worldwide technologies now being put in place, which, when linked together, will cause many to accept the beast. Elon Musk just revealed new details about Starlink, a new plan to surround the Earth with 12,000 high-speed Internet satellites. Now, by the way, that's what this article said. However, other articles, <laughs> their total, when they totally get them up there, it's going to be like 42,000. But let's go on. 12,000 high-speed Internet satellites. These satellites are low-Earth orbiting satellites designed to last from 18 months to five years. And when they wear out, they will simply fall back harmlessly into the atmosphere and burn up. They believe that Starlink will be much improved over 4G. Now, right now, 4G has dead spots in buildings, and the fastest download available is 1.4 gigabytes. Starlink, however, is going to be 5G, and it will be 10 times faster. Starlink flows through obstructions much better. The plan is to have 5G covering, listen to this, every inch of the planet. That's one of the things President Trump said last night, internet covering the entire planet. <laughs> yeah, well, he knows about this. The Elon Musk rocket company, SpaceX, just launched 60 internet-providing satellites in nine minutes. One Falcon Rocket 9 only took nine minutes to place 60 satellites. The satellites are round disks about the size of your kitchen table. It fires them out into their near correct orbit. Then, of course, the Krypton motor inside of it fires and lifts them up to the correct place. The plan is to initially have 12,000 internet satellites covering the globe that will link just about every computer chip. Listen to that that will link just about every computer chip, not just cell phones, but especially cell phones, making them 50% faster than direct fiber optic cables. Read that again. Making them 50% faster than direct fiber optic cables. Well, let me just pause here a second. You may be saying, wait a minute, how can you get faster than a direct fiber optic Cable. The answer is, that's light, and that light is flowing through a fiber optic. Now, which is faster, light flowing through air, light flowing through a cable, or, 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 light flowing through outer space? The answer, light 
flowing through outer space, where there is no atmosphere to slow it down, where there is no fiber optic cable it has to struggle to get through. And that's what these eventually 42,000 Internet satellites are going to be doing. They're going to be communicating with each other through laser beams, through light. Let's go on. Making them 50% faster than direct fiber optic cables. Imagine blanketing the Earth worldwide with high-speed satellites. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on. I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, Stan. This sounds wonderful. <laughs> I agree. Matter of fact, world government's wonderful if Jesus is heading it up. But when the Antichrist is heading it up, it's not so wonderful. And this is wonderful technology until the beast takes over, you understand. Okay, let's go on. Imagine blanketing the earth worldwide with high-speed satellites, low latency. That means how long it takes for it to arrive from point A to point B. Low latency, cheap, fast internet that will be 10 times faster than 4G. All easily launched in nine minutes from a Falcon 9 rocket that contains 60 table-sized satellites per launch. They will last from 18 to 5 years, gradually falling back, then burning back into the atmosphere. How wonderful! Happy days are here! Or are they? You see, they say that they only need about 400 satellites to establish minor internet coverage and 800 satellites for significant coverage. But their final goal is 12,000 satellites, but now new information says it's actually 42,000 satellites. In other words, your cell phone is going to have global internet coverage. Every place on the planet is going to be able to have 5G coverage. Well, now hang on, hang on. Why do they need that? Why do they need that? Because if you want to sell your lawnmower to your neighbor, and you can't do that using actual cash, you have to use their global financial system, which we will get to next, then you have to have, both of you, have to have access to the Internet in order to make that exchange. That's what it's all about. Let's go on, though. That means that when you click on some link, there will be no snake t chasing its tail. No more wait. It's all instant. You will have instant access with the new 5G. That will flow through most walls on the planet. You'll be able to have 5G coverage any place. Doesn't it sound wonderful? I mean, on the top side, doesn't it sound wonderful, especially in rural and remote areas? They say, well, even a partially complete Starlink satellite network could bring broadband internet speeds rivaling those fanned in well-networked cities. So 44,000 low-Earth orbiting satellites, roughly half capacity, are supposed to be developed and deployed by 2024. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, let me just stop a second. So I was thinking it was 42,000, but I guess it's actually 44,000. So let's go with that. So if they're going to have 44,000 low-Earth orbiting satellites, roughly half the capacity, and they're going to have those deployed by 2024, does that tell us when we might be seeing the mark of the beast? But that could be telling us something. Let's go on, though. To be deployed by 2024 and at full capacity by 2027. Their plan is to be online by 2024. Now, hang on to that thought. There's something more. Now let's go to the next article. This comes to us from ScienceAlert.com. Headline, Elon Musk's Starlink train looks amazing. 
but astronomers have serious concerns. Last week, SpaceX launched 60 Starlink 500-pound telecommunication satellites, the first major launch of its ambitious fleet of up to 12,000 satellites with the goal of eventually uh, creating ultra-fast Internet services around the world. And I think I got that. I'll just tell you. I don't want to have to go back and correct it, but I think I got that wrong. The total is 12,000, not 42,000. Let's go on, though. Now, this is from Wikipedia. Starlink is a satellite constellation being constructed by American space company SpaceX to provide satellite Internet access. The constellation will consist of thousands of mass-produced small satellites working in combination with ground receivers. SpaceX also plans to sell some of those satellites for military, scientific, or exploratory purposes. Next headline, Starlink Constellation Phase 1, First Orbital Shell, Approximately 1,600 Satellites at 550-kilometer altitude. As of May 2019, SpaceX has deployed 62 satellites. They plan to deploy 60 more per launch at the rate of one launch every two weeks beginning in November 2019. In total, nearly 12,000 satellites will be deployed by the mid-2020s with a possible later extension of 42,000. The initial 12,000 satellites are planned to orbit in three orbital shells, in other words, three levels. First, placing approximately 1,600 at the 340-mile level. Then approximately 2,800 at the 710-mile level. Then approximately 7,500 at the 210-mile level. Commercial operation could begin in 2020. Now we learn that the 12,000 will be all online by the mid-2020s. What? See, other articles come along, and not all the articles exactly agree, so I have to put the very best information in the book that I have. But all this is new and like cutting-edge information, and I'm sure there'll be changes as we go along. But anyway, let's, let's go on. Now we learn that the 12,000 will be all online by the mid-2020s, but the total in three layers will be 42,000 satellites. Ask yourself this. What would Hitler have done with this technology? One worse than Hitler is about to arrive on Earth. Okay, the plan is tomorrow to go through and show you the next deception and how that ties in with the Internet satellite linking system. And that's basically what they're going to do is link together a new financial system with the 44,000 low Earth orbiting satellites so that you will be using your cell phone to make all transactions. But again, we'll talk about that in the next broadcast. Right now, a couple of things I want to encourage you to do. First, got to get this book, Miss the Mark. This book is designed to be given to anyone, even if they're of another religion, and it's short, it's easy to read, it's very simple, but if they read this book, they will never take the mark of the beast. This new book, Miss the Mark, exposes the nine, there may be more, but at least nine of the deceptions that the beast will use to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. And brothers and sisters, you have to understand, the beast is coming for you. You are number one on his list. So the first person needs to read this is you, so that you do not fall for these deceptions. Look, you may be saying, oh, no, no, I'll never deny Jesus. Look, since Lucifer has had he's only given three and a half years to rule, but 
He has been working on this plan for some 6,000 years. And he knows he is coming after the Christians more than anything. The rest of them would be easy, easy targets. It's the Christians that specifically have read Revelation 13 and know about the mark of the beast. Those are his biggest challenges and his biggest targets. So you got to get this book. It does not teach anyone complicated Bible prophecy. It briefly explains the tribulation, the beast antichrist, and how convincing he will be. It names and explains nine of the deceptions that we know he'll use, possibly more. How to spot the mark of the beast, not to take it. It also has Ken Peters' dream of him living in the tribulation and Ron White's very convincing story of how he found the Ark of the Covenant, proving Jesus literally is the Lamb of God who died for all of our sins and it invites them to receive Jesus. Even if they don't receive Jesus, they will never take that mark. They will never take that mark of the beast. It's designed to be given to anyone, even if they've never heard of the Bible, Jesus, or even if they're of another religion, and it takes them from being a blank page to making certain that they'll never take the mark. It's thin, easy to read, probably three hours. At least I read it in three hours. It's one for 20, and then after that we offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One shrink wrap set of 10 for 25, two for 40, four for 60. Obviously, that's near printing cost, so hopefully you can get them into the hands of a lot of people. We also need, <laughs> we've almost sold out of them. We also need to place another order for them, so if you're one that wants to help us to get the word out, we could certainly use your big donation if you could help us to get some more of these books. And the next thing I want you to do is order my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. In case you haven't heard what happened, uh, about three years ago, I memorized the book of Revelation. And in the process, I received 30 revelations and two visions and one audible voice, which I wrote in this book. One of the visions showed me two books, the book of Moses or the Torah and the book of Revelation. Then I saw like a yellow time tunnel, like about the size of like a stick of butter between them. And then the Lord downloaded to my heart that this is the secret door that links the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. And that secret door is one word. And that word is first fruits. And when you link the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation for the first time, we can know the end-time events in their correct order. You see, Revelation is not written in the correct order. It jumps around. It skips. It is absolutely positively not in chronological order. And the back flap of the book, Secret Order to Understand Bible Prophecy, is two large prophecy charts putting the events of Revelation in proper order. I promise you, you do not know anything in this book. These are all new revelations. Matter of fact, now we've sold almost 10, no, was it almost 15,000 of them? No one has emailed me saying, oh, I already knew all this stuff. No, everybody, here's what they say. They say, well, I love the book. I learned a whole lot from the book, and I'm having to read through it a second time because it is that deep. It's, it's not difficult. Everybody says it's not difficult. It's just deep. It's, there's a lot to learn in it. One prophetic word said, there's a lock that I put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you, and it will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Prophet Andre Bronkhorst prophesied, and part of his prophecy was, you have a gift of revelation. It's gifting. It's not normal. 
The greatest scholars in the world today don't have that gift. But you've got the gift. It's upon you. I hear God saying as a sign, your sons and daughters, that's you folks listening, will carry that same revelation. You will open up their eyes to see as well. Their eyes will be enlightened. They will witness. And they will see it's not secondary information they're getting. They will see that the same revelation that you have been given will come forth in their lives as well in this season. You see, at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades, that's one of the things I want to do. I want to anoint you with my revelation oil so that you can receive that same revelation spirit that I received when I memorized the book of Revelation. And people I've laid hands on and prayed that they get it say that they have received it. So the first thing you want to do is get the new book, Miss the Mark. Second thing you want to do is get The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. That's one for 20, five for 30, and 10 for 55. Get those at prophecyclub.com. Then go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusades and get yourself signed up for this crusade. This crusade is basically, in a nutshell, the simplest way I can put it, it's going to do two things for you. I don't care where you are. I don't care what walk, what your past has been. Here's what this is going to do for you. One, I'm going to teach you how to teach Bible prophecy, how to understand the charts, so that when these things fall apart, when these end times hit, see, God has told me, he's calling me to build an army of prophecy teachers working miracles. He wants you to go into the vineyard. This is your call. I'm saying right now, if you're listening, God is calling you to go into his vineyard and to be able to give an answer to the scared little rabbits that all of a sudden wake up and find themselves uninformed and ill-prepared to deal with the end times. He's going to need people like you. Look, the folks out there, they're playing, having a good time. They don't care about this stuff. But God has brought you to this broadcast. Believe me, believe me. This is what he's told me. He's brought you to this broadcast because he has a call. It's a door. It's an opportunity. Now, you don't have to walk through the door. You can go play and have a good time if you want to. But if you want to build the kingdom of God, if you want to win souls, then this is the way you do it. First thing is I'm going to teach you how to teach Bible prophecy so you can understand it. I'm going to anoint you with a revelation oil so that you can supernaturally understand these things about the end times and in, in Bible prophecy. Matter of fact, Dimitri was told that the day will come when he will speak to all of his people then like he spoke to Dimitri when Dimitri was alive. Means angel visits, audible voices, dreams, visions. Okay, that's coming. You want to be a part of that? You get yourself to this crusade. Second thing it's going to do. Leslie is going to teach you through her school of the prophets. Well, I don't want to become a prophet. Yeah, but you want to be walking in miracles, right? You want to be able to, to lay hands on people and see those sevenfold miracles. Look, man, when, when this trouble hits, if you want to be a part of the solution, if you want to minister, if you want to help people, then you got to have some training. And that's specifically what this is all about. It's not just teaching you to be a prophet. But you have to understand how to hear the voice of God, how to walk in that. And that's what Leslie is going to teach you. I specifically asked her again. I said, so people, this just last night, we just had a staff meeting just last night talking about the crusade. I said, so they will get the ability to walk in miracles or sevenfold miracles, whatever God is doing at the time, as a result of going through your school of the prophets. She looked at me and smiled. She said, absolutely, absolutely. I don't think that there's another meeting out there like this. I mean, this is our call. 
My call is not doing a radio program. It's not pastoring a church. My call is to do crusades. And I believe if you're listening right now, your call is to be able to give an answer. In a time of trouble and to walk in sevenfold miracles, we're supposed to walk like Jesus walked. So first, get miss the mark. Second, get secret door to understand Bible prophecy. Third, go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up to go. And by the way, you want to be sure and get the meal package. It's a great deal. You're not going to beat it. You're not going to beat it. It's convenient. I'm, I'm just telling you the best deal is get the meal package. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. And if you went last year, you needed to call our office or check it out about getting you a, a yellow shirt. They'll tell you. If you want to help the crusade because you were there last year, then you want a yellow shirt. If you were there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not like a purple shirt. It's a different job than purple shirts, but you want a yellow shirt. So check that out, prophecyclub.com, for the books for Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. If you were there last year, you might want to call our office and find out about being a yellow shirt. That's someone that's going to be helping Leslie to teach this school of the prophets. Prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support.